0: Do you like yourself when you're by yourself? Because I swear there is not enough success or money or power or access or friends that will buy you that kind of love. And when we are alone with our thoughts is when the self comes up. And we don't want to deal with that. We don't want to think about the mistakes that we've made. We don't want to think about our failures. We don't want to think about how we showed up or how we screamed at the kids or how we missed that sale or how we missed that opportunity. We don't want to think about that stuff. So we'll just work harder. We'll go faster because nobody can hit a moving target, right? But I swear, I promise, I know it is not what they are teaching. I know like bro entrepreneur culture isn't going to talk about this but I promise you that if you are a healthier person, your business will be healthier. And your psychological health, your physical health, your emotional health, your ability to deal with stress is directly giving you the results that you have right now. You are living the results of the decisions that you made six months ago. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. I feel really called to have the conversation that I'm going to have with you guys today. And when I was on the plane, I was praying before I was putting my notes together and I was like, I don't know if everyone in the room is going to get this, but I know I'm supposed to say it. So even if it's for one person today, I feel called to have a conversation. So I'm going to ask if you will show up in this space with me authentically. I'm going to ask if you will be real as we talk about some harder stuff. Because I have been an entrepreneur for 19 years. And I've gone to a 1,000 conferences and a million masterminds. And I've sat in rooms just like this one. And what happens often is that we show up as the very best version of ourselves, right? We're like, this is the revenue I did. And this is what's happening with the funnel. And here's how I'm growing. And here's how I'm showing up. And here's my cute Instagram photo. Who knows what I'm talking about? Just her? Who knows what I'm talking about? Right. And the crazy thing is, when we're in these rooms, we are surrounded by the access and the resources and the information that can help us most. But because we try and show up as the very best version of ourselves instead of our authentic, true life, we don't get the help that we need. So I went to a conference 15 years ago. I had an event planning company in Los Angeles. That was my first business. And I went to a business conference and I went to a class called, But Are You Making Any Money?, which I thought was fantastic, right? So it, it was all about the press that you could get, which celebrity wedding you were planning and how you were showing up. And this woman just kept saying over and over and over, yeah, that's amazing, but are you making any money? And it was the first time in my life as an entrepreneur that I really understood what profit was, that I really understood the difference between gross and net, and I became obsessed but I grew up very poor, and I grew up in an environment that was not safe for me. And even as a little girl, does anyone understand what I'm talking about when I say that? Yeah. And even as a little girl, I knew that if I just had the security of money, that I wouldn't have to live in this house anymore. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Right. So I heard someone say once, if you've ever been hungry, then you'll never be full. If you've ever been hungry, then you'll never be full, meaning if you've ever known what it's like to hear your parents fight over how you're going to pay rent this month, if you ever have gone into the kitchen and there's no food, if you've ever lived in that kind of scarcity, it's a really hard mindset to get out of. So I... um Spent about 10 years inside of hustle culture, right? Like, chase every single dollar. I learned to stack dimes. Has anyone ever heard this term before, right? It's the hottest thing. Like, oh, have multiple sources of revenue and see how you can build up your bank account. If you just stack one dime on top of another in a bunch of different areas, then you're going to have the money that you need to be wealthy. And so it took a really long time, but I figured it out. And after... I don't know, 13 years of trying, I finally experienced crazy, wild, insane success. It's the most miserable I've ever been. No joke. And the thing was, I was surrounded by entrepreneurs who were like, holy crap, this is amazing. You were making all the money. You're killing it. The Instagram's exploding. All of the people are everything. It's so exciting. And it was the most miserable I have ever been. I never saw my kids. I worked constantly. When I was stressed, when I was overwhelmed, when I burned out, I had more caffeine. I went harder. I got less sleep because what mattered to me was success according to other people instead of what success was in my own heart. And so that is what I want to talk about today because I think it is possible for you to be wildly successful. And if your goal in life is to have all the money and you want to roll around in the dollar bills naked, like, you do you. You live that life. But I never had anybody talk to me about having wealth in your life, but also having a life that felt good. But also having incredible relationships with your kids but also having your faith be aligned in the right spot. I never had anyone say it to me. So even if only one person needs to hear it today, you're you're for me and I'm for you. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more. All built to last. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cash debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. I'm not going to teach, but are you making money? Because you wouldn't be in this room if you weren't. I'm going to teach, but are you freaking happy? Are you happy? Because do not buy into the scarcity mindset that tells you that you can have one or the other. Okay? Okay? okay. All the men in this room are like, oh my Lord, what? She has a uterus. She's going to make us talk about feelings. It's scary. It'll be okay. I promise. What's your name? Nate. Nate. It'll be okay, Nate. It'll be okay. <laughs> okay, so... It's 2019. I am on the road literally every week to do a keynote, one, sometimes two. And that comes from a lifetime of wishing and hoping and praying that someday somebody would pay me money to stand on a stage and talk. And one person wanted me to do it. And then another person wanted me to do it. And they'll fly you private, Rachel. And I would be like, I'm, but I'm so tired, you guys. I haven't, I haven't been home. And I really just, and they'd be like, oh, but then, and then, oh, and you know what? Who, Tony Robbins and then Oprah and all of these opportunities keep showing up. And you don't know how to say no, right? Does anyone, you feel like there's, oh, there's opportunity over here. And then I could, oh, but I could also, does anyone feel like that? You're like, there's so many, and I, you have employees, right? And people are counting on you people are counting on you. Back in the old days, it was like you, right? Or it was you and maybe your partner or it was you and you were supporting your family. But all of a sudden, the bigger it gets, the more responsibility grows. And if I could just do one more thing, if I could just show up just real quick, I'm going to knock this out because then someday, someday I'm going to rest, right? Someday, you know what? Someday when we get through this launch, right? As soon as we get through this launch, or as soon as we get through the summer, or as soon as, you know what, when the kids go back to school, that's when I'm finally going to rest. But someday is a myth. Someday isn't coming. This is what you've got this day, this moment. And then I went to a mastermind. It's the middle of 2019, and we go to Puerto Rico, I think, and we're sitting around a table, and it was amazing, and I can't even believe who I'm sitting at this table with. And everyone had this opportunity to ask a question and to say one piece of advice, like, what was the best thing that you had learned in the last year? And the kind of information at this table, oh, insane. And I'm taking a 1,000 notes in the whole, and I'm like, oh, I'm about to like level up on my level up. I'm about, let's go, right? And it gets around to David Bach. Does anyone know who David Bach is? So David Bach, after listening to all of us, all of our egos, giving our best advice, trying to impress everybody at the table, David says something that changes the course of my life forever. He said, you know what, you guys? I don't have advice. I have a question for you. And he asked a question to the table, which is the same one that I'm going to ask you now. If you only had three years left to live, are you proud of the way you're living your life? And I tell you that I left that table and I went back to my hotel room and I cried for the whole night. So I was like, I hate my life. This is everything I work for. This is everything I've, I hate it. And look, like I hate those memes or those things that are like money isn't everything. Try not having any. Money is something. Money does make life easier. Money does allow you to provide for your family. Money does change the course of your life, your community, your impact in the world. It does. But pursuing that kind of success while your world is crumbling down and thinking if you just get to a certain number, then everything will work itself out is a lie. In the midst of that chaos, in the midst of 2019 when I was going so hard and I was so burnt out... I was talking to a really big entrepreneur in the self help space, and I was asking his advice. And he said, You know what's going to happen, Rach? You're going to get to the point that you are so overwhelmed and you are so burned out, and your instinct is going to be to take your foot off the gas. And whatever you do, don't take your foot off the gas. And I listened because I didn't know any better. You, running yourself completely ragged is not the answer. Your Instagram can be beautiful. Your YouTube following can keep growing and the bank account can keep getting bigger. But if you have to get drunk every night to be able to handle the stress, or if you keep popping pills, or if you keep using, or if you keep looking at porn, or whatever you're doing to numb out so you don't have to think about the fact that you don't actually like your life There is not enough money in the world. There is a better way to live. And if you went through two years of a global pandemic and you didn't come out the other side asking better questions about how you want to live in this world and what kind of impact you want to have, you're doing it wrong. So that's the first question I'm going to ask you today. And you can put it down, and I hope that you will journal about it later or talk to each other. But if you, for real, I have a very dear friend and she has cancer and she's doing chemo right now to buy herself a 30% chance of living for a couple more years. I want to say that one more time. She is going through chemo to hopefully buy herself a 30% chance of a couple more years. If you only have three years left, Are you proud of the way you are living your life? That's where we're starting. Buckle up. (laughs) Here's something tactical. Do you actually know what makes you happy? Do you actually know things in life that you can access right now in this moment that make you happy? Because... Have, has anyone ever experienced getting to a huge milestone or huge launch or you got the number of people or you got the amount of money and it was a euphoric, holy crap, we did this thing and it was so amazing and then 48 hours later you were like, huh, is that right? Raise your hand if you've ever felt that, right? It's so normal that you get there and you're like, is that it? And so then we trick ourselves and, we, and we're like, we got to have a bigger number. That's what, What's the next launch? What's the next thing? And y'all, I am so, you are never going to meet someone more ambitious than me. I am here for it. I freaking love chasing the next thing. But if you can't find contentment in this moment, in this life, on this Wednesday, is it Wednesday? Whatever day it is, if you can't find it now, there's no amount of money or success or followers who are going to make you feel the thing you want to feel. So this is really cheesy, but do you have a joy list? Good. Bro, okay, let's do it. Do you have a joy list? So on my phone right now, I have a list of things that make me really happy. 15 things. International travel. Really long dinners with my favorite people. You know the kind where like they just keep bringing wine and you're like, I can't have any more. Well, I'll have a little bit of that, right? Those kind of dinners. Being on the beach, laughing with my children, like laughing so hard I pee my pants because I push them out of my body and I don't have the control that I used to, right? (laughs) Like things that make you so happy. Getting a massage, right? For you, I don't know what your thing is. Who knows something that like genuinely, it doesn't cost a lot of money, makes you so happy, yeah. With my business partners where it's like just about stupid things right. that are, no one else would find funny, but it's an in-joke. Right. So here's the thing about that. Just a really simple hack. If you know the thing that brings you joy, you could literally set up your entire business around that. You could say that every single time we're in the office, if you're in an office together, every single time we get together, you have to bring a joke to the table that makes us PR pants laughing or you're fired. Not really. But you could create a culture around that idea. How much does it change the context of a meeting? How much does it change the interaction? If the first thing we do before we do anything else is make each other laugh, everything changes. So like if my thing is that I want to laugh with my kids, okay, well, we could put on four very specific movies that we have watched 10,000 times where we will all laugh. And that seems so stupid and so simple, but we're losing time. We're losing it, right? Like, do you ever have those things? It, it's April. It's the middle of April right now in 2022. Who remembers when it was just February or it was New Year's and you were setting goals for the year? It's going so fast. And everyone talks about this idea of being centered or, or being focused. But if you don't have the intentionality of asking yourself better questions, then you're never going to find the opportunity. Here's another really simple hack. In my calendar, I use Google Calendar. Anyone? Is that lame? Are you guys like you built your own you know, software and you use a calendar that you made yourself or whatever? You're fancy. But I use a Google Calendar and I color code everything, all right? All of my calendar is color coded for one reason. If it is something that is life giving, if it is something that makes me feel good, that brings me joy, it's yellow, And if I look at my calendar for a week and there's no yellow, I'm living life wrong. It's so simple. And get intentional about bringing things into your life that make you feel good. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The second question I want to ask you, do you like yourself when you're by yourself? Do you like yourself when you're by yourself? And a lot of people don't know the answer to this question because when they're by themselves, they don't allow themselves to think. They watch TV, they listen to a podcast, they read a book, they do things that are improving, but very rarely do they sit and just think and be alone with their thoughts. Are you all regularly alone and just thinking about things. Anybody? Great. Does anyone in this room have a meditation practice? Awesome. So if you don't do this regularly, I know that it can feel daunting to start, but it is one of the most powerful tools that I know of to help with anxiety, is one of the most powerful tools I know of to help with focus, When life is sort of spinning off and chaos is crazy and the business feels totally wild and overwhelming, a a daily meditation practice is one of the best things that you can do to help you control your thoughts. So there's a million things that you can listen to or watch or YouTube or calm or whatever, but find something that works for you. I had a really hard time when I first started to just sit and breathe. Y'all know those people who are like, I just sit and breathe and I just lose time and I commune with the earth and I am de- I close my eyes and my brain is like do we have chicken for dinner Did I need to lay out oh wait and then it's wacky t-shirt day next Wednesday don't forget oh focusing we're meditating and we're zen and we're calm calm the app how's my app should I grow that list what do I? anyone else your brain does that okay great so you can absolutely learn how to meditate and how to focus, but I would also just like to encourage you to find a way to meditate that works for you. I run. That's my meditation. I don't do very well at just sitting and thinking, but I think really well if I'm moving. So, it doesn't matter how other people do things, it matters what works for you. And The reason that a meditation practice is really powerful is also because it gives you a moment to practice some gratitude. If you don't have a meditation practice, do you have a daily gratitude practice? Oh, Lord, bless and keep us. Okay, 10 of us have a daily gratitude practice and not one of the people who raised their hands had a penis. All right, here is the thing. Here's the thing. You are creating this reality. You created this reality. How you feel while you sit in this room, the people around you, the business you have, the partner you're with, the children you do or do not have, you created your perception of the world that you're living inside of. Straight up. And the question is are you creating a world that's abundant and blessed and beautiful? Are you creating one that's filled with scarcity and lack and not enough? Okay, don't BS me right now. Who is worried? Who feels like, oh, there are days where I don't know what's going to happen to the business. And are there more people out there? And do I have, this is not the crowd where people will honestly raise their hand. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for being human. Look at us being human, you guys. It's super normal. To, to not know where the next thing is coming from or to start to fear or start to doubt. And here's the thing. There's a really powerful psychological trick, and if you haven't read the book, The Gap Versus the Gain, holy crap, please put that on your list. It's so good, but essentially the idea is that high achievers are constantly chasing the next thing because they think the next thing is going to fulfill them, but very rarely do they give themselves credit for what they have accomplished we are always looking future, right? And our ability to look to the future is what makes us excellent as entrepreneurs. But it also means that we never give ourselves credit for the past. So if you had to write, okay, you know what? Let's just do an exercise, all right? Grab a, grab a pin, grab your notebook, and we're going to take one minute. I want you, we're going to do one minute. I'm going to time you. And as fast as you can, I mean, like, your life depends on it. I want you to freeform, without thinking, without judgment, write down everything that you have accomplished in the last six months. Everything. Life, personal, business, ready, set, go. How is it that you are writing down things you've accomplished in the last six months and every single thing about your energy and your body is defeated? Explain that to me. It's because it's a room full of high achievers who never think it's enough. In the last six months, who did something badass? Yeah, what? Finalized my divorce and got my home with my own name. Hell yes! <laughs> That's amazing, yes. I cook dinner at home six nights a week. I cook dinner at home six nights a week? Are you married? Do you, are you thankful? <laughs> Like um fantastic six nights. I feel like one night could be leftovers. That's a lot. One night. Oh my word. Okay, who's got one? Yes, ma'am. Yes, a weekly self care day. That's incredible. Yeah, cheer for that. Someone with a penis. Who did something? Yes, sir. Oh. Yeah, it's either one. So I lost fifty pounds during tax season. Holy. Crap. Uh, Robbie and I caught 16 steelhead on the Rogue River. That's amazing! Good work. I've never caught a single fish, so you're winning. I helped my uh, six-year-old daughter learn addition and subtraction. Yeah, good job! Shout out! What else? Yes, ma'am. Florida. We don't even need the square thing. You can just yell. <laughs> Hello. Um, I actually used what Robbie taught me um, in sales. And after he taught me, I made like three sales. So, right now. No, Robbie has one too. Yeah, girl. Oh. The universe wanted her to share a story. I had chemotherapy last week. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And I'm a badass. Freaking twin mom in the process. Three kids freaking crushing it. Hell yeah, you are. Good job. This is a room filled with warriors. And if you look at your life, it is filled with blessings. And it is filled with accomplishments. But if you don't ever take the time to acknowledge it, you will see lack you will see things to be afraid of. You will see the fear of not enough customers. You will see the fear of what if this all runs out. You will not see abundance unless you look for it. Do you get that? Have you ever um, like bought a new car? Have you ever bought a new car and you never noticed the car before and then suddenly everywhere you go, everyone's got a Tesla and you're like, dang it, I thought I was the only one it's because now you're wired to look for that thing. I'm not going to get into how the brain works, but you are wired to look for that thing because it means something to you. When you are wired to look for blessings, it's what you will find. If you believe that God has your back, if you believe that the universe is looking out for you, if you believe that it's abundant, then that is what you will create. And if every single morning you start your day Take five minutes and just write down something in the last 24 hours that you were blessed by. In the last 24 hours, not like, oh, I'm so thankful I have a home or I'm so thankful for my marriage. But in the last 24 hours, you know what? I was in line at Starbucks and the woman in front of me bought my coffee. Or in the last 24 hours, I got a sweet text from a friend. Or in the last 24 hours, I got the information that I needed for the work project that I'm doing. Because if every single day you know that you're going to have to show up at a journal and write down five things, you will spend your day looking for those blessings. Does that track? Daily gratitude practice. How much time do you spend by yourself? How much time do you spend by yourself without numbing in some way? I know we're not supposed to talk about that. We're not supposed to talk about how much we drink to manage the stress of all of this. We're not supposed to talk about the stuff that we do when no one else is looking so that we can show up tomorrow and perform when everyone is. Do you like yourself when you're by yourself? Because I swear there is not enough success or money or power or access or friends that will buy you that kind of love. And when we are alone with our thoughts is when the stuff comes up And we don't want to deal with that. We don't want to think about the mistakes that we've made. We don't want to think about our failures. We don't want to think about how we showed up or how we screamed at the kids or how we missed that sale or how we missed that opportunity. We don't want to think about that stuff. So we'll just work harder. We'll go faster because nobody can hit a moving target, right? But I swear, I promise, I know it is not what they are teaching. I know like Bro, entrepreneur culture isn't going to talk about this, but I promise you that if you are a healthier person, your business will be healthier. And your psychological health, your physical health, your emotional health, your ability to deal with stress is directly giving you the results that you have right now. You are living the results of the decisions that you made six months ago right now. What is happening in your life is the result of the decision you made six weeks ago, six months ago, six years ago. So take responsibility for what comes next. It is possible, I swear with everything in me, it is possible for you to succeed and feel really good. But you're not going to find a lot of people who talk to you about that. How's your relationship with your kids, guys? How's your relationship with your parents? How's your relationship with your core? The people you love the most? The people you're doing this for? Who I promise you don't want one more thing? This isn't for everyone, but someone in this room needs to hear that your kids don't want one more thing. They want time. They want you off your phone, not stressed out. They want your presence, Do you know a lot of entrepreneurs that are older who have no relationship with their adult children? It happens all the time. And then that that entrepreneur, they feel bitter because they're like, I freaking did this for you. My parents didn't give me anything and I did this for you. And the kids are like, bro, I didn't want this. I wanted a dad. I wanted a mom. You know the version of this in your life. But it's it's not going to matter if it all ends tomorrow. See, the scary thing is you think you have time. You think that you've got 50 years so it'll all work itself out. But every single person in this room knows somebody that went like that. That it was their time. And they never got the chance. And that they never told the people that they loved them and they never went to Paris to have that dinner, and they never connected with their wife, and they never did those things. We all know that person. Why do you think you're going to escape it? Your tomorrow is not guaranteed. This is what you've got. Are you happy with the way you are living your life? Let me give you something tactical. Let me ask you a question about work. What's your 20%? You all know the Pareto principle, 80-20. Everyone know this, don't lie if you don't. Raise your hand if you're not sure. Thank you. 80% of your results come from 20% of your effort. Every single time. 20% of your customers give you 80% of your money. 20% of your products give you 80% of your revenue. We all know this. So if you don't start every single year asking yourself how you can refine to that 20%, I'm just going to focus on the 20%. I'm going to focus on the 20%. If you do not understand that that is the way to exponential growth, because people come to these things and you get so much information. I don't know about y'all, but I would come to these and I would get so much information. I would get so pumped. I'd have to take like a Benadryl to sleep that night because I was all jacked. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to go take on the world. Then I'd get back to my office and everyone would be like, oh God, you went to a conference. And I would have a thousand ideas. Who knows what I'm talking about? And then I'd try them all out. And then six months would go by and I would realize that the thing that I was doing six months ago was actually the thing that made us money and I had just wasted time and energy and effort and confused my customer base running off in a different direction. Because when I talk to people about this, it always comes back to, yeah, but if I don't keep giving this much effort and if I don't keep pushing this hard, if I don't keep doing that, then I'm not going to be as successful. And that is a lie. You have to get smarter about what you work on. You have to focus in on what is actually working. Now, I'm not in your world. I, I don't know as much about funnels and all the cool stuff that you guys do. I made a funnel, and when I say I made a funnel, I came to Boise and this crew made me a funnel once. That's like what I know, right? But I have heard something over and over and over again because I'm on the email list, and I see it every time. You are just one funnel away. Right. He doesn't say you're 100 funnels away. He doesn't say you're 22 funnels away from figuring out how to do it. He says you're one funnel away, and how I read that, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is that you create one thing, and you refine it, and you refine it, and you refine it, and you, it and you pull it apart, and you go, okay, we got the first part working, and then with the upsell thing, or the downsell thing, because I don't remember how this goes, and then the uh, gift with purchase, and the hoozy wetsy, and the thing that comes. There's like 15 steps in a funnel or something. So how I would approach that is I'd start at the very beginning. How's step number one? Okay, that's killing it. How's step number two? You are one funnel away. 80% of your results come from 20% of your effort. What would happen to your business if you got laser focused on 20%? You would make way more money with way less effort. And with that extra time, you'd go get a massage, or you'd go to dinner, or you'd drink a great glass of wine, or you'd take the vacation you always wanted to take, or you'd freaking take a nap. Oh my word, you just take a nap in the middle of the day because you can. It's whatever you want it to be. It is whatever you want it to be. It's your life, it's not mine but I do know that you are working so hard. Are you living so hard? You know the old thing that's like, work hard, play hard? Work hard, play hard. Vegas, what happens here? Whatever. There's this culture that we're going to work really hard and then we're going to just sneak in a little bit of fun and then go back to working really hard, Right? You do all this sort of working up to the vacation, you go and you do this thing and then you go back to working hard. My motto is work hard, live well. If I work hard, if I work smart, if I am strategic, I can live really, really well. And sometimes entrepreneurs accidentally get themselves a job, right? They think they're starting a business, but they're so busy working in the business that they just have a job that's totally overwhelming. And when you're inside of it, it's so easy to think that that's all there is. And there is a way, I heard the gal, and I don't know where you are in the room, but I was backstage and I was listening to gal talk about that You know, now she has all these people who are sort of putting her mission out in the world and she's able to scale her business and she doesn't have to be the one teaching. And there's a time when we're starting out where we don't understand that we're in control of this. And I know the voice in the back of your head. Because that's been in the back of my head where it says, yeah, but, and also, and you don't know, but look, if the life you are living right now is the result of a decision you made six months ago, that means that sitting in this room right now, you can make a decision that changes everything. Six months from now, you could be in an entirely different place, not just in terms of money and not just in terms of what your business is doing, but you could be in an entirely different place in your relationship. Six months from now, you can be in an entirely different place in your faith, in your spirituality, in your relationship with your daughter, in how you're showing up in the world. You could have trained for the marathon that you keep saying you're gonna do, you could climb that mountain, you could go to Paris. Six months from now, when you make a list of all of the things you have accomplished in the last six months, you could blow your own mind. But you have to understand that you are in control. We have got to stop this pervasive, disgusting idea that we should run ourselves ragged in pursuit of this. Because when you get to the top of the mountain, there's just another mountain. And I'm here, yo, climb the mountain, do all the things, build a billion dollar business. But you are going to need strength for the ascent. You're going to need the warrior spirit. And that's not going to be available if you have depleted every single part of yourself along the way. If your spirit is exhausted, you don't have to tell me, but you know, as I'm standing here speaking on this stage, there are people in this room who's like, I am Freaking exhausted. I'm tired. I'm not sleeping. I'm overwhelmed. Do not buy the myth that that is normal. It's not normal. Everybody gets overwhelmed. Everybody feels anxious sometimes. Everyone feels afraid. But there is a better way to do your life, and you are in control of figuring out what it is. The last thing I'm going to ask you. To write down in your journal for later, is what can I do? If you go back all the way to the Stoics, they taught us this, right? Don't focus on what you cannot control. Only focus on what you can. One of my favorite quotes is from Tony Robbins, where focus goes, energy flows. What can you change? Where are the points of tension? What feels hard? What can you make better. You would be shocked at just a little bit of weight coming off your shoulders, making you feel like you can fly. And when you feel like you have that freedom, I swear, I swear, the business explodes because you have clarity and you have access and you have resources and you feel empowered. Yeah. And even if only a little part of this resonated with you, there's some digging deeper that you can do. Your life is supposed to feel good. It's hard sometimes, but it's not supposed to be hard all the time. And you are in control of making it better. And if you figure it out for yourself, you can figure it out for your communities and your babies and your sisters and the people that you love the most. You are in this room because you are a leader. We don't need more fans in this world, we need more leaders. And it is sexy to tell people that if they do this, this, and this, they can make so much money. But also, if you do this, this, and this, you can make it really good. And you can teach other people how to do the same. I appreciate the time with you guys. Thank you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. Register today at this is dot org.